Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome! I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome to Mixin' Some Magic podcast. I've got a fun episode planned for you today, but first I have to tell you that we're on our way to Universal Studios tomorrow morning and I'm so excited. I can't wait. We're heading to the one in Florida and it's going to be, oh, it's going to be fun. So we've never been to Universal Orlando. This will be our first time and it looks amazing. I've tried not to watch too many videos or look up too many things because I kind of just want to experience it without, you know, like doing a bunch of ride videos and things like that. I kind of just want to experience it for the first time while we're there. But that also means I haven't done a ton of research into what we're going to be doing, but I think it'll be okay. We're traveling with some family who have been there lots of times and so they kind of know what's going on they'll help us out. So I'm really excited. People ask me questions about Universal Orlando all the time and I really can't answer them because I've never been. But after this week, I'll be able to answer all kinds of Universal Orlando questions and I'm pretty excited. I am not excited about our flight time tomorrow. Our flight leaves so early and we have to leave our house at 3.15 in the morning to make it to the airport and onto our flight. <sighs> so that's what we're doing. We opted for the super early flight because it's cheaper. And when you're traveling with six people, a cheaper flight times six can save you a bunch of money. So that's what we're doing. Taking the cheaper flight, saving the money. <sighs> it's tough though, those early flights. So I'm hoping to be able to sleep on the plane a little bit. It always seems like such a good idea until you're actually on the plane trying to sleep and then you're like, this isn't working at all. It's ridiculous. How could you ever sleep on a plane? <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But overall, I'm really excited about the trip and looking forward to it 100%. So if you are listening to this when it drops, it's dropping, this episode will drop on a Wednesday, then come find me on my Instagram. I'll be posting tons of stories and videos all about our trip to Universal Orlando. So come check it out over on Instagram. I'll put a link in the show notes, but I think it's going to be fun and I will be sharing everything over there. This week, my cousin Mandy agreed to join me and chat about Disneyland versus Disney World because they are so different, but still the same. I mean, they're still amazing Disney parks, but they're very different. So we decided to chat about the differences, the similarities, things like that. I've been visiting Disneyland with Mandy since we were two, and now she is my Disney ride or die. She's always down for a Disney trip, which is one of the things I love about her. But she's also really, really knowledgeable about Disney parks. She loves them. She studies them. She knows so much and I'm always blown away and appreciative every time I go to a Disney park with her because she always has ideas and she's like, we need to test this out. We need to try this. Have you heard about this? And she always has really great ideas and lots of great information. 
and I appreciate it, especially Disney World. She's visited Disney World more than I have, and she really knows her Disney World. So I appreciate her being willing to come on and chat about Disney World and Disneyland today. I think it's going to be fun. There's not really any Disney news today except for the Disney 100 celebration that is coming up at the end of January. Everyone's getting excited about that. Disneyland has been releasing some merchandise for it. I've been seeing a little hints that they're going to have a foodie guide coming out soon. So lots of fun stuff is happening around the Disney 100 celebration. I, of course, will be there end of January, January 27th, to kick it off and check everything out. I'm really excited because the new ride, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, will be opening January 27th in Toontown. Although Toontown itself won't be open. That doesn't open till March. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will open January 27th, so I'll be there to check that out. It's really a fun ride, and I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so happy that we're going to have it at Disneyland, because they do have it at Disney World, but I'm excited for it to be at Disneyland. I am concerned about the possibility of a virtual queue. Disneyland and Disney World both seem to love this virtual queue system for new attractions. They did it with Web Slingers. They did it with Rise of the Resistance. And the idea is you have to get in a virtual queue to ride the ride. At least that's how it was um, with Rise of the Resistance and Web Slingers. And it's kind of a gamble because lots of people don't get in. A lot of people try and they just aren't able to get a spot in a virtual queue And it's so stressful to me to try to grab a spot. To tell you the truth, I'm really bad at it. Like I have, I understand how to do it. I practice, like I know how to do it. I'm just not very lucky. So the idea of virtual cues, it stresses me out. I just wish there was an option to ride it standby if you want. Like maybe you end up waiting three hours, but if you choose to ride standby, I think you should be able to no matter how long you wait. Because some people were, you know, visiting Disneyland for a once in a lifetime trip and they were so excited to ride Rise of the Resistance because they were huge Star Wars fans and the ride had just opened and they weren't able to get into a virtual queue and so they missed riding it completely and that just breaks my heart. So no information yet on how that will work, but I'm assuming there will be some type of virtual queue And I'm assuming, once again, I will have terrible luck getting into one. But we'll see. Maybe my luck's changed in 2023 and my virtual queue game will be strong and it'll be no big deal. We'll see. But I'm already starting to have anxiety about that. (laughs) I'll probably start having nightmares. We'll see how it goes, though. But I'm expecting news from Disneyland about how that will work soon. So I will keep you posted on that. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll jump into Disney World versus Disneyland with Mandy. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix in Some Magic. I know that getting dining reservations at Disneyland and Disney World can be incredibly stressful. I have spent 
I don't even know how many hours checking on the Disneyland and Disney World websites, trying to score hard-to-get dining reservations, and it's annoying, it's stressful, and it's kind of disappointing when you can't get the reservation that you're really hoping for. Those reservations are competitive and they are really hard to get, and stressing about one more thing on your vacation really isn't good. We don't need to add more stress and anxiety to a vacation, but... I have found the best, best thing to help solve this problem. It's called mouse dining and they find hard to get Disney reservations for you. And then they'll send you an alert either via email or via text so that you know that the dining reservation you're hoping for is available and you can jump on and grab it. It's amazing. I have scored really great dining reservations this way and it's my new favorite way to get dining reservations because it takes the stress out. I don't have to check my Disneyland app every 15 minutes hoping that a dining reservation is opened up because I know mouse dining is going to tell me when it does and I don't even have to worry about it. So if you're like me and trying to get tough dining reservations, check out mouse dining. I'll put a link in the show notes. I think you are going to love them. They're really going to make your Disneyland or Disney World vacation so much simpler. All right, I've got my cousin Mandy here. She's going to join me for this episode Mandy and I have been going to Disneyland since we were like two years old, right? Right. We love it. We love it. So we've been going to Disneyland forever. We go to Disneyland together quite often and we go, we've gone to Disney World a few times too. So Dis- Mandy's my Disney ride or die and she's going to join me on this episode. It's always fun to have you come on the podcast, Mandy. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Okay, well, you told me something the other day that really kind of shook me up. I'm not going to lie. And I've had some time to think about it, but I'm not sure if our relationship is ever going to fully recover from what you told me. And that's what we're here to talk about today. But first, I thought it would be fun to play a little Disney edition of Would You Rather. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. So would you rather become a frog for the day or become a beast for the day? A beast for the day. How come? Well, I think you could explore way more things than a frog. I would just be stuck in like a cold, swampy puddle all day long. At least as a beast, I could, like, run around and, like, see things and destroy things if I wanted. <laughs> You're going to destroy things? <laughs> Maybe. I'm a beast. <laughs> I was thinking I would want to be a frog. Why? Because then I could swim around and, like, see underwater and, I don't know, that might be fun. And then people probably wouldn't try to chase me and kill me like they would a beast. Especially a beast who was destroying things. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at it. Okay, how about would you rather have a hook for a hand or have Dumbo's giant ears? Um probably a hook for a hand. 
so I could walk around and like pick up things with my hook. I thought you were going to say destroy things. <laughs> well, I thought about it, but then I was like, that's really like. I agree. That's being very like destroying things a lot. <laughs> you probably should limit how much you destroy. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. <laughs> I think I'd rather have a hook for a hand than Jumbo's giant ears. I think that would be easier to manage. Okay, how about, would you rather be raised by Cinderella's stepmom and sisters or be raised by Mother Gothel? Um, Cinderella's stepmom and sisters. Because, I don't know, because you for sure get a happy ending at the end of it. That's true. Well... I don't know. Actually, I really don't know about much about Mother Gothel, so I don't really know. That's a hard question for me. Have you not seen Tangled? Oh, a long, long time ago. Oh, you need to watch it again. Well, but because Mother Gothel locks her in the tower for like 18 years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to be locked in a tower. I don't either. I think I would go with Cinderella's stepmom and sisters, too. Yeah. That's what I would do. Okay, last question. This is the hardest one. Would you rather go to Disneyland or go to Disney World? <laughs> that is a hard one. And this is what caused us a little riff in our ride or die Disney friendship because I told you I would probably rather go to Disney World. I know, and I was shocked. I was like, who are you? What are you talking about so i said we've got we've got to get this all sorted out and figure out once and for all disneyland versus disney world but there really are good things about both of them yeah there's good things about both of them and i do i, I mean i love disneyland it has my heart but <sighs> disney world is growing on me very fast so I do have to say, the first time I went to Disney World, it was a little off-putting because I was so used to Disneyland. But every time since that I've been to Disney World, it has grown on me a little more, too. But I still prefer Disneyland. Yeah, same. The very first time I went, I and I went during COVID, so everything wasn't open yet. And they weren't doing all the entertainment and festivities, but... I was kind of like, this is kind of lame. Like, this is not even, doesn't even compare to Disneyland. But the more I've gone, the more I've grown to love it. So, Well, that's what we're going to talk about today is kind of some of the differences, what's kind of the same, what's different, what we like at Disneyland versus Disney World and vice versa. So let's start with, well, I should put it out there first that Disney World is much larger than Disneyland. So Disney World has four parks, while Disneyland just has two. So Disney World is larger, a little bit trickier to navigate, and Disney World is much, or Disneyland is much smaller. But let's start by talking about attractions that you can only find at Disney World. There are quite a few that you can only find at Disney World. What about Magic Kingdom? What's only at Disney World, not Disneyland? Okay, so Magic Kingdom, you have the People Mover. Yes. Which is a fun little relaxing ride. And you have Carousel of Progress, mm -hmm. which isn't really a ride, but it's more of like a 
attraction, I guess. A show, yeah. A show you sit in. Um, they have Barnstormer, which is a little roller coaster. They have Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Yeah, that one's fun. So I think they have some of the same type of, like, theming on attractions. They're just totally different. Like, Laugh Floor is more of a comedy sit-down attraction than a ride. Right. Is that it over at Magic Kingdom? There's the Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, yeah. Country Bear Jamboree. The Hall of Presidents. All the presidents, um, Aladdin's magic carpet. Yes. Um, I think that that's it. Yeah. Okay, and then over at Epcot, there's. It's probably easier to just talk about what's the same because almost everything's different over at Epcot except for Soren, Soren Round the World. They have that one and Turtle Crush. Oh yeah, Turtle Talk with Crush, and I think that's it. That's the same. Yeah, everything else is completely different. So you're going to get all new attractions, all new experiences with everything else at Epcot besides those two, I think. Right. Okay, over at Animal Kingdom, I don't think there's anything that's the same except for it used to be the Bugs, the, the Bugs show. What was that called? A Bugs Life. What is that called? It's a Bugs Life. I don't know. Um, I can't remember. They used to have a show over in um, the Little Bugs Land at California Adventure. And now that that's gone, that show's gone, of course. But you can still watch that show over at Animal Kingdom. But I think that's the only thing that's... Yeah, because they have rides that are kind of like what we have. Like, they have Everest, which is kind of like Matterhorn, but different themed and different. Then they have Dinosaur, which is... A version, I guess, of Indiana Jones, like you're in a Jeep, but it's totally different themed. Um, so kind of like them, but just totally different themed. Right. So, yeah, everything else is just totally different and new experiences, too. And then over in Hollywood Studios, they have some that are similar, like Tower of Terror is similar to Guardians, but very different. And they have Star Tours that's the same. And they have Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run that are the same. Soon, Disneyland will have Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So that will be the same. Uh, I think that's it, though, for Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I think so. So let's jump over to Disneyland. What does Disney, like, what can you only get at Disneyland? What comes to my mind is... Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, Alice in Wonderland, Storybook Land Canal Boats, Matterhorn, Finding Nemo. Is that it at Disneyland? Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Well, a lot of the Fantasyland rides, I don't feel like they have a huge Fantasyland at Disney World. Oh, you're right. They don't have um, Snow White. They don't have Pinocchio. They don't have Casey Jr., they do have Peter Pan. And then over at, did I forget one? No, I think that's about it. Over in California Adventure, then all of Avengers Campus, they don't have. And like Web Slingers, they don't have all of Cars Land. So Radiator Springs Racers, Luigi's, and 
the Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. They don't have Incredicoaster. What else? Um, they don't have the swings. Nope. They don't have, did you say Goofy Sky School? Yeah, they don't have that. Emotional Whirlwind, they don't have that. No, they don't have a lot of the, well, the Spider-Man Avengers, what's that called? Web Slingers. Yeah, Web Slingers. Yeah. A lot of people kind of, I think, assume that they're going to be the same, but there are really a ton of different rides at each of the parks. So I do think it's valuable for people to experience both, if possible. Oh, yeah. And I think that's one reason I do like Disney World, because I go to Disneyland and I, you know, I have a magic key for Disneyland, so I go there often. So it is kind of a fun, different experience to go to Disney World and ride all those rides that aren't at Disneyland. I think that a lot of people, if you've only been to Disney World and are used to that, I think some people are a little disappointed by Disneyland, just because all of a sudden you're only having two parks and it's much smaller and I think that that kind of gets people sometimes so if you're if you're going Disney World to Disneyland just know that it's a much smaller more intimate experience yeah absolutely let's talk about dining at Disneyland versus Disney World because I really assumed that they would be very similar but I feel like they are very different yeah so and maybe I just don't know all the good snacks at Disney World but I do think that Disneyland has way better snacks than Disney World yeah like just quick service go get a snack I think there's more options and I think they are better at Disneyland um I will say I do feel like Disney World has better sit-down restaurants in my opinion Yeah, I think they have a lot more table service restaurants over at Disney World. Disneyland seems heavy on the quick service side and not as heavy on the table service. Table service? That's right. Yeah. Um, But then it's the opposite at Disney World. Quick service, they don't have very many, but they have a lot of sit-down table service restaurants. Yeah, I know. I And there's a lot of different ones. So honestly, you could go to Disney World for years and never eat at all the restaurants at Disney World. You're right. They have a ton of choices over at Disney World. So I have people who send me messages and they're panicked and they're like, we're going to Disneyland. We've never been. We've only done Disney World and we weren't able to get any dining reservations. Where are we going to eat? And I'm like, oh, there. don't worry. You don't have to have dining reservations at Disneyland. There's tons of great places that don't need reservations. And you're going to be just fine. But at Disney World, it's it's not as many. I would definitely recommend people get dining reservations at least one every day at Disney World. But I don't think you need that at Disneyland. True. You can definitely eat really good food, quick service um, at Disneyland. But, I mean, you there's some fantastic restaurants at Disney World. And I don't think that quick service is quite as good as at Disney World. So you definitely want to get sit-down reservations there. Yeah, I think you're right. What is your favorite place you've eaten at Disney World? Okay, well, my all, my probably number one favorite that I always have to go to is Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom. I love it. Yes, I've been there with you. That one's yummy. 
It's so, so good. And I've never been disappointed every time I've ate there. Um, I do. I mean, there's a few restaurants in every park that I really like, actually. Um, I really love Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom. Yes, I like that one, too. And I like it's controversial. Some people like it. Some people don't. But I like Be Our Guest at Magic Kingdom. Um, probably because the Beast is there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do love the Beast. Uh, so I like that. And then I love Raglan Road at Disney Springs, which is their shopping area. Yes, I love that too. Um, Epcot. I haven't found a restaurant that I absolutely love at Epcot yet. But right outside of Epcot, there's a little restaurant called Beaches and Cream in the Beach Club Hotel that is really good. Mm-hmm. And then Hollywood Studios. I don't know. I've had some good places there. We had a sci-fi um, drive-in. That was really good. And then the Hollywood Brown Derby. That was excellent. So there's been some really good places we've ate. There are some really awesome options. And then if you think over at Disneyland... I mean, really, you could kind of count on one hand probably all the dining options at Disneyland, like all the table service. They don't have very many. And same with California Adventure because they're just smaller parks. So I think if we're talking table service, Disney World wins. If we're talking quick service, Disneyland wins. Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's talk about hotels. At Disneyland versus Disney World. What are your thoughts? Well, Disneyland just has the three main hotels. And I've actually never stayed at a Disneyland hotel property. I usually just stay across the street on Harbor Boulevard and walk or just a little bit further down and take an Uber. Which are all great options. I feel like there's enough in close proximity to Disneyland that you can either have that option to walk at Disney World. That's not an option unless you're staying on property at a couple hotels. I I mean, like you said, Disney World is huge. And I feel like you can either stay on an on-property hotel, which are a little bit more expensive, or you can stay off-property and Uber or drive. Or I guess I don't know what your other options are besides those. But it takes a lot longer to get to Disney World than to Disneyland. That's for sure. If Depending on where you're staying. And even if you're staying on property at Disney World, you still have to figure out your transportation. Like, are you going to take a bus from the Disney property or the Skyliner or the monorail? So you kind of have to plan a little bit more on how you're going to enter the parks. Yeah, I agree. I think it's more complicated at Disney World. They're just, the parks are bigger and they're much farther apart. So you have to kind of plan ahead. Whereas if you're staying over at Disneyland, right across the street on Harbor, you just walk yourself over. It takes you four minutes and then you're there. I do feel like Disney World has much more affordable on-property options because they have so many properties. I think they have like 27 or 28 they have a ton of choices for on property and so that means they have a variety of prices where Disneyland they just have the three on property hotels and I mean most of them two of them for sure are farther away than some of the regular hotels 
and they're all expensive. But at Disney World, they do have some more affordable options. Although if you have a larger family, it's really more cost effective, I think, at Disney World to stay off property and just drive and pay for parking. Yeah. So this last time when I went in October, I stayed, I did a split stay. I stayed half off um, of the Disney World property and then half on. There is some perks I really liked about staying on property, but I don't know if it's worth the extra price per se. I did really like the fact that if you're on property, and I don't even know if this is the same for Disneyland, but if you're staying on property at Disney World, like you can reserve your dining for your whole entire trip on your first like 60 days before your first stay. Yeah, they don't do that at Disneyland. Yeah, like I love that because I was able to get like my I wouldn't I didn't have to go every single day waking up trying to get my reservations. I could get them all at the same time for the rest of the week. Um, so I did love that. I love that if you stay at a deluxe resort that you could do extended evening hours. I really wish they would do that at Disneyland. That would be more enticing for me to stay on property at Disneyland. I agree. Because that was really nice to have a park to basically ourselves um, in the evening. So there is some perks to staying at an on-site property at Disney World, I think. I think they give you more perks at Disney World. I think Disneyland should up their perks for hotel guests because they are paying so much. And... I would love to see an extended evening hour over at California Adventure for hotel guests because they usually close it. I mean, it's almost always closed earlier than Disneyland. And if they just kept it open an extra hour, it would be so nice just for hotel guests. It'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. It would be wonderful. I don't know. Maybe next time Disney calls and asks us for our opinions, we can tell them. We'll be like, we know what you should do with your hotels. <laughs> I don't know, but I've stayed on property and off. And I honestly, I didn't mind staying off property at Disney World and then just having an Uber take me right to the main entrance of whatever park I was going to that day. That was pretty nice, too. So I agree. A lot of people talk about how they just want to be in the Disney bubble and stay on property and not have to worry about anything. But I feel like it can go either way. Like you still do have to worry about your transportation. And then there's a lot of people trying to get on those buses, trying to get on the monorail, like you kind of end up waiting sometimes for that transportation. So I do feel like it's almost simpler to stay off property. Yeah, because even one night or one morning when we were on property, the line to get on the bus was so long. I was like, I like, let's just call an Uber. And like we were called an Uber. They were there within five minutes and we were on the road when people's Still, we're standing in line for a bus. So I still utilized Uber and other rideshare ride shares just to get to a park on time. So I don't know some people, but if you have little kids and stuff, it is nice because you don't have to worry about like um, hot high chairs. What are they? Car seats. Car <laughs> seats. I like thinking <laughs> of high chairs. <laughs> yeah, you know. I have yeah. to have high, uh, car seats or booster seats and stuff like that. So you can just ride the bus and the monorail. So that is kind of nicer for people with smaller kids. That's true. Very true. Yep. Good point. 
Okay, let's talk park hopping because it's very different over at Disneyland versus Disney World. At Disneyland, they have an esplanade, which is kind of this big open courtyard type area, and it takes you probably two minutes to walk yourself from Disneyland to California Adventure, but that is not the case at Disney World. It's huge, and you have to get on a different form of transportation to get to a different park. So park hopping at Disney World, I've actually never... Did we do... Have we park hopped before? Oh, I have park hopped before. But it took so long that I really don't recommend it. I think it took an hour to get between the two parks by the time we waited for transportation. And I was like, this is a whole hour out of our day. We should have just stayed at the same park. Yeah, because this last time I went, I got park hop for tickets. And you're like, I wouldn't park hop. It's going to take you forever. And I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. But it really... We didn't even hardly use our park park hopper tickets and it did take like 45 minutes to an hour to get to another park. It was kind of ridiculous, but I do think if you go all the time and there's only, you know, certain rides that you want to ride, then a park hopper ticket might be a good option for you. But if this is like, you know, once in the year trip to Disney World or you know, once in a lifetime, like I definitely would not buy the park hopper tickets because it does take so long to hop to different parks. So Disneyland does have them be on that because you can literally, like you said, two minutes and you're in the other park. So true. What about Genie Plus at Disneyland versus Disney World? I think it is much more user-friendly and worth the money at Disneyland versus Disney World. What do you think? You've used it more than I have at Disney World. Well, I just barely found out that they don't even sell Genie Plus with your tickets anymore at Disney World. Yeah, they just changed that. And so that's kind of that's kind of a bummer, honestly, because I my cousin's going and he was calling me, talking to me about it. And he's like, I'm so bugged. Like I don't want to wake up every single day and like add on a genie plus, you know, to everybody's tickets, Mm -hmm. which I don't know why they would stop selling it on the tickets, but I think because they want to start raising the prices during, you know, depending on the day. And so too many people were buying it with their tickets. So if they can raise the price on the day of less people will buy it. Yeah. Or if they do, then they'll pay more for it. Yeah, true. I don't know. I think Genie Plus is about the same, honestly, in both places. Um, The thing with Disney World that I like is you can wake up from your bed at 7 a.m. and book your very first Lightning Lane via Genie Plus. So, and if you're staying on property, you can actually book your paid Lightning Lanes also. So you're guaranteed to have those Whereas Disneyland, you have to scan into the park and be there um, to start using it. I mean, from someone, it's kind of a double-edged sword, I think. From someone who wants to, like, have Genie Plus and get started planning your day, it was nice to just be able to do that at 7 a.m. Versus scanning into the park at Disneyland. Because when I was there at Disneyland in November... We were with our 
my husband's parents, my in-laws, and they kind of wanted to sleep in. And by the time we got to Disneyland, like Genie Plus was pushed so far out. And so I just kind of felt like maybe Genie Plus wasn't as worth it as normal as if we would have got there right at rope drop. I don't know. I kind of liked it. I like, like how you can book it at 7 a.m. at Disney World. Yeah, that is nice. I think people get into trouble at Disneyland when they show up at one in the afternoon and buy Genie Plus and think it's going to get them on a bunch of rides. If you're not getting going on that in the morning, I don't know if it's very as valuable. Oh, no, because I mean, we were showing up at like 1030 and I felt like I was still it was still pushed out to like three, four o'clock on a lot of the big rides, you know? Mm hmm. So it, you do have to be there early to start us- utilizing it. So true. I do like, though, at Disney World, there's more options for Genie Plus. Like you can use it to go meet Mickey Mouse and you can use it for parade viewing, which I really liked because I love seeing the parade and I hate waiting for an hour and a half to find a good spot. So we were able to see the parade right in front of the castle in reserve view- viewing and just walk right up and show them our lightning lane our genie plus and get in and i really liked that they had more options than just attractions to use it with i know that is a really nice perk at disney world i do think they have a lot more attractions um, that you can use genie plus on than disneyland so true okay let's talk about the attractions that are the same let's talk just about at magic kingdom The attractions that are the same at both parks that they have both at Disneyland and Disney World, which do you think are better? So like Pirates and Haunted Mansion and Peter Pan and Dumbo, Little Mermaid, like things like that. Do you think even though they're the same attraction, do you think they're better at one park versus the other? Okay, so just a blank statement. I think that all the queues at Disney World are so much more in-depth and creative and so much better to like be waiting for a ride at Disney World than at Disneyland. So true. They're very interactive. They're mostly inside and they're really more fun. The lines are much more fun at Disney World. Yeah. But I think like for me, Pirates of the Caribbean is better at Disneyland. Yes, because you get an ex the drops. You don't do any drops at Disney World, right? Nope, no drops and it's shorter at Disney World. Mm-hmm. And um, I do think Peter Pan is better at Disney World. How come? Isn't it the same other than the line? No, it's a little longer ride at Disney oh. World. And it seems more open and big, like inside the actual ride. Uh-huh. What else? Little Mermaid is the exact same, right? Yes. Except for the queue. The queue is really good. Yeah, except for the queue. I like Haunted Mansion better at Disney World. Yes. It's pretty cool. It isn't that different, but there's a couple little things that you're like, oh, that was pretty awesome. Why don't we have that at Disneyland? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is it? It's kind of different, though, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, but not like dramatically. I like it at Disney World. Um, Splash Mountain, you sit side by side. Yeah, and you do not get nearly as wet. No, I like that. And a few of the scenes are different at Disney World, too. Yeah, Thunder Mountain is, 
I don't know if it's bigger. It seems like just so huge. And I don't know if it's because you're just looking at Thunder Mountain and it just seems so much bigger as an attraction, but. It feels like a totally different ride to me. It doesn't feel the same at all. It's like a different roller coaster, both called Big Thunder. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. Um, Space Mountain, you do not sit side by side. You sit um, in front of each other. So single file. You sit kind of like you do in Matterhorn. Yeah. In these sleds almost. Yeah. And I don't think I like it as well. I think I prefer Disneyland Space Mountain. I do too. I prefer Disneyland Space Mountain. Let's see what other ones are about the same there. Over at Animal Kingdom, they have Kali River Run, which is sort of, you think it's going to be like Grizzly River Run, but Grizzly River Run is way better. Oh, yeah. This is not even compared to Grizzly River Run. There's not as many drops, big drops. It just seems so little compared to Grizzly River Run. Yeah, it was a little disappointing. And then I guess if you want to compare Tower of Terror to Guardians, you can. I mean, it's kind of the same up and down movement, but the stories are totally different. And I was sad when we lost Tower of Terror, but I prefer Guardians now. Yeah, Tower of Terror to me, like, it's funny. At Disney World, you almost, like, move through the attraction instead of just a constant up and down motion. Mm -hmm. So... You more move through the attraction and then do a little bit of up and down. But it is not as exciting as Guardians. That's for sure. It's not. Um, They do have, like, Indiana Jones compared to Dinosaur. It's, I mean, they're totally different stories, but I feel like it's the exact same attraction. One just has a dinosaur theme and one has Indiana Jones theme. And the dinosaur theme scares me to death every time. It is very dark in there. And there's dinosaurs around every turn, and I get so stressed. I know, and you like to scream at all the dinosaurs. So scary. It really is so scary. Oh, yeah, it's the exact same ride vehicle, um, just a different theme, but it's fun. (laughs) It is fun. Well, now that we've been talking about this, it's making me want to go back to Disney World. I do love it, but Disneyland is still my favorite. Honestly, I mean... I don't know if we're going to talk about this, but I do. I love Disney World because I think there's two different type of feeling when I go to Disney World versus Disneyland. Disneyland to me is like a jam-packed, like it can be entertained from like 8 a.m. to midnight if I want it to be. And just like go, go, go and ride all the rides, hit some shows and just like constantly going if I want to a Disneyland. Disney World to me seems a little bit more laid back in the fact that like usually I am only visiting one park per day and I do make those sit down dining reservations and it just seems more of like a I don't know family oriented laid back kind of vibe to me does that make sense maybe more of a maybe more of a vacation yeah more of a vacation than like a I have to get everything done and I want to go ride this ride and more of a, I mean, Disneyland's a vacation, but it's more of a fast-paced vacation. Yeah, and maybe that's just because when you plan your Disney World vacation, since you're going farther, you're planning a lot more time. Whereas at Disneyland, you're like, oh, it's so close, just a short plane ride, I can do it in less time. Yeah, I don't know. It's just more of a relaxing vibe to me. It is. Well, I guess we'll have to go back to both. We'll have to just keep comparing, keep doing research. 
I know. They're both really fun, and I really like both of them. So I do, too. We can still be friends. Okay, good. And we'll always be cousins. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining me. It was super fun. Thank you. It was a blast. Thanks for having me. Hey, let's get planning our next trip. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Mandy for joining me. It's always fun to chat with her. Thanks for being here today. I thought it was really fun. Hopefully you learned something. Maybe it put a little bug in your ear to either go visit Disneyland or Disney World or both. And hopefully you're going to want to visit Disney Universal Orlando. Disney Universal. (laughs) How about just Universal Orlando after my trip? I hope it's amazing and I can tell everybody yes, this is definitely worth it. Come and visit Universal Orlando. (laughs) I will for sure let you know and keep you posted on all of that. As always, if you're traveling to Disneyland, Disney World, Universal, SeaWorld, Legoland, going on a cruise, check out my friends and partners at Getaway Today. They're amazing. They have the best deals and they're just really great to work with. So they're vacation experts. They're the number one ticket provider to the Disneyland Resort. Disneyland loves them. They work closely with them and you're going to always get a great deal. So you're always going to save money and save off that gate price, which is amazing. Plus they partner with over 40 hotels in the Disneyland area. So you're going to save money on your hotel too. Not only at Disneyland, but Disney World, Universal, everywhere. Everywhere fun, Getaway Today is there and they can help you book your trip. They booked my Universal Orlando trip, of course, and I just love them. So I think you will love them too. So make sure you check them out when you're planning your vacation. I know they'll be able to save you money and that's what we're after. We all want to save some money. I'll put a link to them in the show notes. I think you're going to love them. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening to Mixing Some Magic. I appreciate it so much. You are the best. I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.